I often wonder with some of the people that we do meet, or I meet in particular, um, that you talk to them about spiritual things, or try to. It takes nearly ten minutes to, to get to know what their problems are. I can always remember the man in, 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 on Waverley Station, he wanted to get to Elgin that night. And I thought, crumbs, he's going to push it. He didn't know even which way he was going to go. So I said, well, if you get on these trains, they're virgin, you won't be going north, you'll be going south. So that was one thing. That, so I said, let's get a cup of coffee and we'll sit and talk. And he was completely and utterly lost of how to get to Elgin that time. He knew that he'd got to get to Aberdeen and from Aberdeen he would get another train. But um, what happened to him, I don't know. The girl from Sainsbury I see often, in fact she helps me do the shopping. <laughs> so there's more than one good letter. <laughs> but she still wants to get drunk tomorrow night or whenever it is. Luke 15, three stories which we know so well of um, the sheep and the coin and the sun. And these three uh, are only found in Luke's Gospel, um, uh, and that, but they give us a great sense of, of enjoyment as we read them and concern as we read them for each and every one. So I wanted to take a slightly different... When I first read it, I, I do find that I, I try, not always successfully, not to use the NIV on every occasion. So I read from uh, various translations that I get mixed up. <laughs> so I, I think I started this one off um, in the message, of which I, haven't, I can't get to grips with that one. Um, and then I read it somewhere else but I come to these three because I can sit in my chair at home and look at the trees flutter away when they do and the heat coming in and I can just be lost as I, I, I well not lost that's the wrong word um, there as we, we look at these three, pe- these three people that were lost and so on the first occasion and uh, that we've got to, to look at these. I looked at these and I, I, I haven't followed the normal. Um, uh, is this thing working? No, it's not. Is it, is it working? Oh, you can. Hey, she's going to sleep. <laughs> Phil, you, that's your Sunday lunch out the window. <laughs> First of all, the occasion of these utterances when the Lord spoke of these three little, and some uh, people have called them parables. I won't go into that, and, uh, but, uh, because it's a bit highfalutin. And the second is that the key to these three parables, or these three stories, are really the ones that are going to help us to come to an understanding and the occasion tells of, of two classes of, of people. Two classes. I didn't know I'd got a half an hour, so that's why I'm waffling on. 
the public, two of the classes of people were publicans and sinners, and the other group were the Pharisees and the scribes. Found in these these stories. Oh, this stupid thing. But all, but the major thing in these that all were lost, completely and utterly lost. Some were conscious of the fact that they were lost, and others admitted it as well. But they both of them admitted, and they come to the conclusion that they were lost. The sun, the sheep, and the silver coin. But we look at the illustrations in this, in this, chat, in this chapter and we, we look, thinking, and I was thinking of that verse earlier on in um, one, of the chat, one of the Gospels. I came not to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. And then there was another one in the teachings of Jesus. Um, he that is whole has no need of a physician. But he that is sick requires the physician. I think we all know something of those, of that last one. But when we talk to people, we realise that we're all sinners. We all need a saviour. Some will accept, and some won't. One other thing should be observed: not only not one of us have been righteous or whole and some are suffering from sickness nowadays and some are, are, are well there's no one that's righteous but there can be there are many who think they are we meet, I meet two uh, at um, where I am now and um, one of them has been the, the husband uh, has been down in the mines at the pit face for 34 years so he knows what he's talking about life uh, and that but he thinks he's okay because he he's been going to church lately and, and, but uh, it's difficult his wife is the same since their daughter-in-law I think is, is got some relation has died it's opened their eyes just a little bit more oh I'm alright I'm all right, and it shows. And in these, this, um, <coughs> let's have a drink of this stuff. Of water. This, this stuff. Who's drunk out of it before anybody? Oh, good. They all gather at the bottom, don't they? <laughs> See, they're lost. But of these things, all these three instances, or these three parables, whichever you like, however you like to, I never like to use the word stories. Because a story from the Bible, or story, seems a bit of, um, uh, it's not really true. But what's in the scriptures is true. Very true. Because it's been written by God. 
And these persons that they, they knew, from the shepherd, from the woman, and I put the last one down as from the church. Three persons who are very, very interested in the things that are lost, which includes you and me. For our salvation they came and they searched diligently. The lady done her housework. The shepherd done his job. And the lost son, or the prodigal son, he realised and went back. Two truths came out of these of the, this chapters, or these chapters, so powerfully illustrates man's sin and God's love. Now I don't know if I can remember that Sunday evening it was like this, lovely and sunny, away back in 19... I can't remember now. Um, when I first come to realise that I was a sinner, it was a man who'd been a missionary for years in South America, uh, South Africa. We were playing football, and he put my hand on my st- on my shoulder, and with one bl- puff of wind, I could have blown him over because he was so ill. But he spoke to me, and I thank God for that evening when I first come to know the Lord as their, my Saviour. So the prodigals, uh, there's three things that I can remember, three little stories. Three, I, I, this coming out of a lot of just thinking, sitting in a chair and thinking, so there's no, no rhyme or reason in most of it, certainly no rhyme or reason. Um, three things to mark in the prodigal son's story. The going, the substance, and the return. Now I was thinking that Chrissy might have brought a friend from uh, Scotland, but she hasn't this morning. Has she? A long journey for nothing, wasn't it, almost? Um, his badness. Now this came from uh, a, a man who they would have known quite well. And a good Bible teacher. He's now dead and with the Lord. Good missionary worker as well in India. But this young man who fled from the family... First of all, he was, he was, um, he travelled. He walked out of the home and travelled in his way. And then when he got the, where he wanted to go, I mean, he, was, he got somewhere and he was revelling in the things that, are, that were not too good. And then he goes on to see his sadness. It goes to the dogs. And how many people, uh, and uh, some of the times and some of the people that have met, particularly on street pastors, how they've eaten, they've gone, they've walked out of the home, and with sadness, they've gone to the dogs. And then, I've got here, they go to the dogs and eat with the hogs. (laughs) And home... He jogs. 
when he come to his real, realization of how he was a sinner, this young man, he decided that he would go back home. Oh, the more that we see and speak to, and have the privilege of speaking to, that they would jog back home to the Father who is waiting. His gladness. Here he received a seal, ate of the veal, and danced the reel. Now you can see these have come from Scotland, don't you? It is easy to wander, and I think most of us, thank God, I didn't wander too far, because I was a teenager when I come to know the Lord. But a lot of people nowadays, they wander. I can remember young, one young man, uh, he was drunk, or nearly drunk, um, in the army. He said, I've come out for a good night with the boys. But he, he said, if my mother knew what I was doing, listening to you, and, and gone astray and been in there drinking, she said, it would break her heart. He was a Gurkha. Don't know what happened to him. I just pray that he, he did go back to his... First love, I don't know. But how difficult we do find, or those that do find, especially those that are on some of the more hard stuff like the drugs and the, and the beer and the drinks and the cigarettes, etc. How hard it is to, to want, how di- easy it is to wander, but how difficult it is to return. We notice the t- prayer. He, 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 uh, this young fella who had left home the prodigal son as we call him and how much of it he prays when he gets back and you can look that up in verses 18 and 21 but I forgot to put the book number down what a welcome the father gives to every sinner who comes home he began to be merry and he still is merry because he'd got that hope. First of all he wandered, then he ate with the hogs and now he travels home as he jogs home. That fellow is at home, you know. In other words, he was a church member. Some, so many of these people nowadays, they were, are church members but they're not of the Christian family. We see that. I was speaking to a couple um, at uh, Humphrey Court. They've been to church all their lives. Been there, christened, born, well not born at church, christened at church and they were married in the same church. And they've been going there for years and they weren't, they're older than me. Of course it's a bit old, don't they? <laughs> but, they're in the church and been in the church all their lives but I don't think they are of the church and so I, I was thinking of the, some of these people that you have the privilege of seeing them most days and, and having a talk with them but he would not and then he was his brother who didn't want to know he didn't want to know so forgiveness is possible while the time is lost, it still lasts. 
The coin was found, the sheep was found and brought home. And the lost son, he returned home to a joyous welcome of his father. So dear friends, today, if we do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, if we have wandered, if we're not of the house of God, but we live near it, or in it, or part of it, then there is possibilities, even today, to, to, to come to know the Lord as their Saviour. And there are many, perhaps in our own families, who have wandered, and we just pray that they will find the Saviour today, realise of their, that their uh, waywardness, return to the Father, with open arms he will receive them. So forgiveness is possible, very possible. I'm hopefully and gladly in the last court, I'm just waiting to go home, real home, and it may well be today.